What's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Games on Dude, a Big Ten basketball podcast that's okay with zone defense in certain situations. I'm Tommy Crimes. And I'm Babar. I'm Chris, and I've decided that I'm going to implement zone principles in the workplace to create shareholder value. God, that's a that's a tremendous idea. Uh, I'd love to see that catch on. Do you, do you have a business model drawn up? I do. It's generally based on the premise that everyone individually is bad at their job, but if we can mm-hmm. collectively put in less effort to somehow manage better outcomes. I, you know? it, brother, that could be the move. Could be worth, could be worth a shot. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, a lot of basketball has been played by teams from our fair conference over the past week, and folks, it's lived up to the hype, assuming you mean our hype, which is mostly concerned with the conference sucking major ass. Um, it's early, of course, but there have been a few losses, a few bad losses, and a couple of somewhat encouraging wins. So if you've ever listened to this show before, you know which ones we're going to be concentrating on. <laughs> Get to that slop. Let's get to the slop. There we Let's go. Let's go. What are we drinking? Tonight we are drinking a Wee Mac. That's uh, Sun King right there. The, oh, stealth, the stealth open. Double barrels? <laughs> Got a little pachanga tonight. I feel a little left out. I opened my DC before we started recording. I was going to say, I kind of now, now that I know Chris has a can too, I wish you'd waited to open your peppermint bark on air. <laughs> yeah, it is peppermint bark season in this household. So it, it Let's, sure is. Did you guys ever watch, uh, um, Res- did you guys ever watch rescue nine one one? Oh yeah. Hosted by William Shatner. Yeah. That's the entire reason I watched it. Cause as a kid, I was a complete freak and anything that involved a an actor that was in a star trek thing i would watch even if if it had nothing to do with star trek so i'll just borrow uh you know a narrative device that they use just do a dramatic reenactment of me opening my diet coke can that go for that was actually that was actually some like stunningly good foley work there <laughs> listen dog i've that... opened a lot of cans of diet soda in my life that so. <laughs> <laughs> is a sound i am familiar <laughs> with it's, that's the malcolm gladwell ten thousand hours <laughs> like i don't want to i don't want to uh write a check my ass can't cash but i'm fairly certain that if like you opened up a beer and a diet soda and i was blindfolded i could tell you which one was which (laughs) we're doing that thing that like everybody loves about podcasts it's just completely off the rails like immediately from connecting with actually getting connecting we're connecting with the audience yeah god knows our audience loves opening cans (laughs) There's no way you could listen to this show and not be into liquids. <laughs> if there's one I'm, thing, I'm liquid. I'm liquid pilled. Down bad for drinking. The average the- games on pod listener fucking loves carbonated beverages. <laughs> this is now the premier refreshments podcast. <laughs> Coming for the dough boys. <laughs> 
pivoting pivoting to snacks in uh 2024. So oh, God. Um, so you want to get into what we came here for? Um God, I guess. We are, yeah, we're descending into what I've termed the bad place. Um basically everybody who played a real team this week lost and some of the uh, Big 10 teams that played crap teams also lost. Um, so I'm going to run through a few examples here. Um, Tuesday, uh, Illinois lost to Marquette at home. Um, I lost to Creighton. Michigan State lost to Duke. Wisconsin lost to Providence. Uh, Thursday, Minnesota had a good one. Um, they conceded a 31-9 run and blew a 21-second half lead at the barn to lose to Missouri. Um. Friday, Maryland that, got torched. Real quick, Joe, before we yeah. on Thursday, wasn't that the same night that Indiana like escaped Army at home? Yes, wasn't, wasn't that going on? Wasn't that like the the precursor? Or to no, 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 that was uh, an Army. That was an Army. That was the uh, uh, right, right, state. oh, right, state. Sorry, I I keep forgetting which dog shit teams <laughs> I use almost losing to at home. Yeah, that one was I don't think quite as bad as the Army one. But I was also only half paying attention. Um, but yeah, it was not a 31 to 9 second half run. So, you know, could be worse. Um, on Friday, uh, Maryland got torched by Villanova, who had just lost to Penn, and Michigan <laughs> lost at home to Long Beach State. Um, we could go on and on. Uh, tonight's actually not been too bad. IU beat Louisville, Purdue beat Gonzaga after apparently the Zags missed every shot they attempted in the second half. And it looked like Wisconsin kind of beat the shit out of Virginia. Yeah, they, yeah. they took it to them. So, um, you know, I, I termed that the Monday night dead cat bounce. Um, so uh, obviously that's not every game that happened. There were other wins interspersed throughout, but from looking at everything, the wins were not as impressive as the losses were worrying. And just sort of looking at the conference overall right now, Illinois, Penn State, Rucker all have like impressive looking records, but they haven't played anybody. Um, I don't really know what to think about Northwestern. Um, so the question is, is our thesis of this show being borne out once again? Do we all just kind of suck? I thought it was great that when we recorded our last episode, we talked about uh, the Big Ten having four big games on tap for that coming Tuesday. And we <laughs> took over unders on, or we, we predicted mm-hmm. how many Big Ten was going to win. I don't think, I think any we all of us. said one, didn't we? Yeah, I said two. You said two. No one said zero. And by God, the Big Ten. <laughs> they, <laughs> exceeding they, expectations. Exceeding at every expectations. Turn. <laughs> Just, uh, and I mean, most of those games, not not super competitive late. Um, Iowa no. got pretty thoroughly controlled. Michigan State hung tough, kind of what we thought they were going to do. But, I mean, from about the under eight on, I think we kind of knew where that game was going. Uh, I, I watched the first half of that, and I have I, it's been a while. I was going to say it's been a while since I've seen such a poor offensive exhibition, but then I did watch – uh, much of the Indiana game tonight. So <laughs> I guess it hasn't been that long, but oh my goodness. Uh, I think there were like 20 turnovers in the first half or something like that. Like it was crazy. Yeah, it's pretty sloppy. I, 
and remember when we talked last week we we pointed out like hey you you can't really stack up a ton of these bad losses um early on in the season like at speaking holistically as a league like you can't add cannot have all these bad losses on your resume without having the quality wins to kind of offset it and mm-hmm. you know come coming into this week um i think feast week is kind of the year um or the week every year that you can really do a lot of um quality work and building your resume with so many of the 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 multi-team events prevent providing so many mm-hmm. just like quality opportunities and it's it's very reassuring and you know for the sake of of the league long term um that teams like Purdue and Wisconsin are winning those big big games and getting additional opportunities against quality opponents but even like last week you know like Maryland Villanova is a great example like Maryland you had a chance to bounce back after a couple of um bad but not catastrophic losses and just completely shit the bed against a you know a team that's probably going to be in the mix for the NCAA tournament and you know that you game squ- was hilarious. You've squandered. That game, <laughs> that game was hilarious. For as bad as Indiana has been on offense, and as bad as the league has looked at times this year, woof, Maryland, <clears throat> holy smokes! I don't even know what the. I don't even with with Indiana, and you could say this about a couple teams of the Big Ten that aren't really executing at a high level so far. You can kind of you can at least see the vision and fits and starts. Like oh. That's what they're going for. I don't know if they can sustain that over, you know, 35 some odd games, but I get it. I see what they're doing or trying to do with Maryland. I have no clue. Not one clue on like when they're running that offense, what it is, what that identity is. It's, and it seems like it changes kind of possession to possession where it's like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to ground and pound. We're going to get it into Julian Reese and we're going to, you know, we're going to play inside out basketball. But then you get all these possessions where suddenly there's like dudes just roaming around the perimeter and like Jameer Young's like kind of dribbling around like Jordan Geronimo standing there at the wing, like getting ready to shoot a three pointer <laughs> for. <laughs> it's just like, why? Please, dog, give me a chance. <laughs> what are we, what are like, Kevin, man, what are we what are we trying here? What's the thesis? And I just it's it's bad and getting worse. And I mean, there's nothing I saw from Maryland this week that would have me change what I said about them last week, which is just I, it's a five alarm fire out there. I don't know. Yeah, you really do love when you record a podcast and you talk about a team like that, and then they immediately come out and confirm all of our priors. It's very helpful. Honestly, the, the pod's on an amazing run of this. Like, I, I really don't think we're that good at diagnosing the things we see, but my God, we can't miss right now with some of these. I, I, really, think, I really think that the core of it is that we are haters, and we always expect the worst out of everybody, and this league isn't good. So, like, the negative opinion is going to bear out more often than not because it's just the truth. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, you know, if you're looking for Exodus and O's like breakdown type analysis, we're not your pod. No. If you want people that just have the vibes of every team and the entire league just dialed in, 
We're your guys. Yeah. Hashtag vibes cast. And the Big Ten is a vibes based economy. Like it's it really it, is. It That's really so doesn't matter what you're you know what you're executing or or trying to execute. It's you just you you know it when you see it. Yeah, I, I'm looking at Ken Palm right now. There are five uh, five Big Ten teams with uh, offensive ratings ranked um, higher than 100, like in 100 or above. God. No, that's so bad. It's really bad. <laughs> Only three teams in the top twenty-five. I guess Wisconsin just made a big jump since Virginia's a kind of the analytic drawing. But yeah, just, the it it's a bunch of mid. Yeah, outside of I mean, outside of Purdue, who uh, yeah, um, they're not I, again. I'm not. <laughs> don't get it twisted. I'm not saying they're great. They are they are a good team, which is a rare find in this conference right now. Um so they uh they got the handle on Gonzaga, which is a team I I thought they matched up well against last year and no reason why they wouldn't match up well against them this year. Very curious about that Tennessee. What time is that uh, Tennessee, Tennessee game tomorrow? Uh eight o'clock. Yeah, that's that's going to be a spicy one. I will say I mean, Gonzaga kind of had them on the ropes for a little bit. Um, uh, Nemhard, the transfer from Creighton, kind of had Braden Smith in a in a bind. They're really you guys are going to want to sit down for this. Purdue was struggling against pick and roll coverage against a dynamic no, guard. No, you um, you just but. <laughs> But really, it came down like Gonzaga missed every single shot they took in the second half. They were, I think it was like six of 30 from three on the entire game. I think that's, all of those so six tight. came in the first uh, in the first half. Um, Incredibly Big Ten pilled. Yeah. So, Man, Purdue, they've, they've looked good, but I wouldn't say, you know, dominant compared to the rest of the sport. The Tennessee, Tennessee the game Tennessee is going to be a thing. great matchup. See, I, I'm. We just talked about Rick Barnes last week. <laughs> I just, I know it's not the tournament, so it's technically not like a capital B, capital G big game. But I just, I, I, I feel like as a hater, I'm not getting my hopes up. Um, but hey, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. I mean, they're gonna lose some games this year. Oh, yeah, like, they're not. Like they're good, and like we said last week, they're going to walk the Big Ten. But I'm they're curious not, if they're like, going. I'm starting to undefeated national champions. Good. They're they're probably going to lose a conference game just because they're that's just yeah. what's going to happen. But man, I I couldn't tell you which one at this point. I don't know. No, uh, but I mean, going into that Maryland game last year, would you have predict that Purdue was going to lose that? I don't know that I would have. That's not necessarily. I mean. They had a good guard, so maybe, but <laughs> it'd be really funny if Purdue if uh, Maryland beat them this year. That would be <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually been doing the exact same shit. Yeah, I do love that we're talking all this shit about Maryland, and I think they're our first conference game. They're Indiana's first conference game, aren't they? Yeah, should go. Yeah, sweet. well, look, anybody who follows my my Twitter account our Twitter account 
knows the Eli Apple meme. I'm going to talk my trash and I don't care if it bears out or not. Yeah. It doesn't uh, count. Ca- like th- this doesn't count as karma. If Maryland beats IU, we've all agreed that IU isn't very good. Yeah, that's true. We're just, uh, I, I am looking forward to Maryland trying to figure a two, three zone out because <laughs> I think I imagine their answer is going to be like a big giant dude shooting a three pointer a bunch of times. <laughs> that's normally the how many, how Geronimo revenge game. <laughs> if, I, that, if that, I I hope his first one falls because then he will shoot 18 more. Yeah, that's uh that might be a little too much for me to bear if he uh if he comes in and lights us up from deep. But yeah, uh that that's Joker origin story stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Honestly, uh, honestly I think it'd be hilarious. I would be I would be depositing my car like through the front window of some sort of of, of like a Best Buy. <laughs> We're all looking for the guy who did this, <laughs> but I don't I don't take this too seriously at all. No, it's all jokes for me. Um, I would kind of like to talk about Michigan for a little bit because God damn it, I, Michigan! <laughs> like we just like this is this is a vanishingly rare games on pod L and that we talked about, like we were all three of us, I think we're pretty not, maybe not impressed. They were looking kind of nice. With it. Like, yeah. And that they fucking lose at home to long beach state. Like, what are we doing here? What the hell? How's that even happen? First of all, sometimes the beach just gets you. Okay. And I'm not that's, willing to, that's a good point. I'm not willing to back off my theory that they're the second best team in the big 10 quite yet, mostly by process of elimination. I think (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like the level of expectations for Michigan doesn't drop, but for the league, the floor is like, the floor is the floor. I've I've checked this over and over again. Someone is going to have to finish second in this league. It's just, there's no way around it. And, and I think everything that you can kind of poke at as far as that loss for Michigan, you can do that with any other team on here. Um, I, maybe Wisconsin's kind of put their best foot forward, but I think that's probably more recency bias than anything. Michigan State, you're just buying into the coach and the personnel. You're not buying into anything that you've seen on the court. Uh, I, they, look, they looked pretty good at, against Butler the other night. Yeah, but that's is Butler. But <laughs> – I mean, it's a team with a pulse. Sure, barely, but like that's a program that's like, trending way you know, downwards. I've, have either of you ever? Seen, I think it was a, a Martin Short SNL skit. The only thing I know about it is he's in a pool and he's treading water, and basically only his face is sticking up, and he just says, "I am not at all a strong swimmer." I feel like that's Butler ever since they <laughs> left the the minor <laughs> leagues. Is they're just like, oh, we. Oh, we're actually having to play a real team every week? Oh, shit. That's a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, going back to Illinois, 4-1, and one, beaten nobody, lost the only game yeah. they played that mattered. Have also played five home games. Um, and lost one. And lost one of them. Uh, they're going to play a sixth home game before they then... Their first road game... Their, like, their first game away from their Assembly Hall is a conference road game. That's insane. Like what are, are, why are you not in an NTE this week? What are you doing? Don't they play, uh, Florida Atlantic sometime this year? 
Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, December 5th. Neutral court, it looks like, according to the Ken Palm schedule that They're I pulled up. They're going to Madison hastily. Square Garden to play Florida Atlantic. I, Why? I don't. Who Man, scheduled that? This is the dumbest schedule I've ever. What are you? What are you getting ready for with this? And then like a random road game to Tennessee. Why? Yeah, Why so Tennessee? Florida Atlantic might be kind of doo doo ass. Play Tennessee. It's also funny that they're getting last year's Indiana treatment with the um, early stage like the sneaky early Big Ten game being uh, the away the trip house. to Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's but, the Jimmy V classic that they're playing in. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that makes a little more sense. Okay. Play Tennessee in Madison Square Garden in the Jimmy V classic. <laughs> you, know, you know who else is playing in the Jimmy V classic? North Carolina and UConn. <laughs> and you've got fucking Florida Atlantic. What? How did they grow end up, up there? How did this grow happen? up? Can you imagine when that field gets announced and you find out you're the ones playing Florida Atlantic? It's like, <laughs> God damn it. And then you see Florida Atlantic lose to fucking Bryant. Yeah. And like, again, all, you know, all respect to Dusty May and the Florida Atlantic program, but like, that's not, I, I don't think that's going to be a win on the resume that's really going to move the needle for the conference or for that team. Um, a lot no. of alarm bells going off in Boca Raton, uh, but this is not. This is not a. Uh, yeah, that's just that's just ambulances, though. What uh, <laughs> what what conference is Florida Atlantic playing? Cusa, I, I think. David Cusa. Uh, no. AAC. No. AAC. Damn. Did they yeah, move? I'm, yeah, they did. I, Shit. I, I don't My know God, when, but. <laughs> Football is unless, fucking ruining college basketball. Unless were, Ken Pomeroy were, is slipping. No, he's not. They were in the CUSA last year, and now they're in the American. But hold on a second. Their schedule still got a shit ton of CUSA. No, all these CUSA teams are in the American. That's God. Right. <laughs> yeah, because college fucking football has ruined everything. It is so. It's so. It has ruined everything. <laughs> everything sucks now because of if college we had, football if we had done ESPN. Off season, if we had done off-season podcasts, we should have done an entire off-season podcast about how college football should be destroyed. Yeah, like, I don't want to talk about fucking UCLA basketball on this, but I'm not going to talk about Washington no. basketball on here. That should be, oh, what if we Dana did? Dana Altman. What if we Are just you ref- workshopping your bits right now and just what refuse if we just ref- to talk about the Pacific Coast teams? Yep, we're just not going to address it. <laughs> Like uh, we're not gonna just, we're not gonna address the Pacific Division, only the Central Division and the Eastern <laughs> Divisions. Could be the move. Yeah. Anyway, back to that original point I had about Michigan being the second best team in the Big yeah. Ten. <laughs> After that, it's a hodgepodge of Iowa, mm-hmm. Nebraska. I don't think I've watched a single second of them yet. I watched their Creighton game, which again is the only they've played Creighton. And then hold on to your ass, North Dakota, Alabama State, and Arkansas State. Yeah, I was I was tracking them a little bit by accident because I follow a few IU like media people on Twitter, and I think one of the guys who was like a student reporter for either the IDS or Inside the Hall 
is covering Iowa now, and I just hadn't noticed it. And every tweet was like, oh, the offense, the offense, the offense. And they played an actual basketball team, and they lost. So I do kind of love the juxtaposition of Iowa basketball's entire aesthetic compared to their football program. <laughs> just complete opposite ends of the spectrum, and frankly, ultimately winding up with like the exact same results. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. I will say, and we've we've mentioned this before. I do give Fran credit. He, you know, he's doing something different, and he gets up and down. But I mean, it doesn't work. <laughs> Not it's you. You got to play defense at some point. You got to play I've a little. Decided, bit. I've decided that it's less an issue about the defense and more the issue that half the team is his own progeny, and he should just <laughs> recruit outside of his own home. Uh, there's another, there's another Sandfort too. Another one? Yeah, it's metastasizing. <laughs> it's, it's, did I say that right? Did I get that? Yeah, I think so. Yes. I mean, I'm not a doctor. It's a two dollar word. At least. But yeah, so I do anyway. love that the only other undefeated teams in the conference are. Nebraska and Penn State strictly by the virtue of just playing like the worst schedules imaginable so far. And they're and and to, to as go, they should be, like exactly, if, if go, I'm them, like to go like, against what I that I was just ragging on, like when your team's in that situation, the, that's what your non conference schedule needs to look like. Nebraska does not need to be going off to some uh like weird MTE event where they're gonna end up playing like uh you know, Gonzaga on an Nebraska island. does not need to be playing UConn. No, exact. Like, just get wins on the schedule. Worry later about like get a resume that's even being considered, and then worry about whether or not it's good enough. Although, although they are playing Creighton in a couple weeks, so yeah. My point I mean, is I know that that's not a big name, but Nebraska getting to the point that the committee is nitpicking their non-conference schedule means they had a great season, and, right, and yeah, then, like get. Get the like, learn to win, develop a winning culture, um, and and then everything else will, you know, fix itself. Yeah. You've got you'll have plenty I, of opportunities in conference. I definitely did want to make sure we talked about Nebraska a little bit, mostly because they are our beautiful sons and mm-hmm. we love them. Um, and I know Oregon State sucks, but they did like beat the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean they're they're killing teams. Yeah. And most importantly, that game was played in an arena called the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls, <laughs> South Dakota, which I just think is a cool name for arena. I don't know why they're playing Oregon State in South Dakota. I- I'm not sure what the hell happened there. That place um, always hosts a couple of um, kind of big name matchups early in the season. I think I want to say Baylor played up there earlier this year. Yeah, they played Auburn to open the year up there. I, again, why they're doing it in South Dakota, who knows? But it, it's been a thing for the last couple of years that it's a notable non-conference arena now. I've watched a few, like I've watched a few minutes of a couple of their games. They haven't obviously played a matchup that I'm interested in, but they, I mean, they play hard. They guard hard. They're listen. <laughs> it's, uh, there's a lot of there's they've a lot some, of fan they've bases. got a couple dudes. There's a lot of fan bases in this conference right now that would trade places with Nebraska's uh, personnel and philosophy right now. 
that's uh yeah, I have to uh, feel like uh, an honest Maryland fan might be looking at Fred Hoiberg with some jealousy at the moment. Yeah, it turns out that guy can still coach a little bit. Yeah. Um, credit Nebraska for being patient with him. Because there was, I mean, and guy credit won. To him for credit for him to getting over that visible case of COVID that he had <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> Oh, I'm never going to get over that. That was the, 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 most, time. the most observably sick person ever. <laughs> As the world is in the process of falling apart. The NBA's calling off their season. This dude's like right. just drenched in sweat and can't hold his own head up. <laughs> he looks like fucking Ted Stryker in the movie Airplane. <laughs> I think I brought I think I brought this up on the pod last year, but the the funniest thing was when I I tweeted about like I I kind of I was a little bit of a COVID scold early on when I was like scared to death about the whole thing, and I had yeah, a bunch of Nebraska real. I had a bunch of Nebraska fans like get on my ass immediately about how like he doesn't have COVID, he was cleared, he tested it's like stop. Listen to yourselves. There's like eight COVID tests available worldwide. Fred yeah. Hoiberg did not. <laughs> Fred Hoiberg did not get one of them. Like he has no yeah. idea. And there were they, like eight COVID tests, and we didn't know what COVID was. That was yeah. still when like they were saying that like if you have a dry cough, it's COVID, and if you have a wet cough, it isn't. It's like what the <laughs> fuck does that even mean? <laughs> It's like I remember I was sick as shit that week, which in retrospect, definitely COVID. Um, yeah. My mom like texted me all scared, and I was like, "No, no, it's not. I have a I'm I have a wet cough, and that's not COVID." <laughs> I have a like, mom. You wouldn't fuck? believe it. It's simply it is the most sopping wet cough you've ever heard. This, this yeah. cough is drenched. <laughs> it is. It is. I have an incredibly damp cough. <laughs> it is sopping. We're gonna catch the we're gonna catch the COVID tag on Spotify again, aren't we? <laughs> I don't think they still have that. Oh, they do. They they're not gonna blame us for spreading misinformation. Which again, we weren't doing it. It was Nebraska fans. Our visibly yeah. ill coach is not actually sick. <laughs> the the most important thing to remember is that Archie Miller won the Big Ten tournament. So true. So what true. a complete, what a completely insane time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> Just watching. Speaking of Archie it. Miller, took a tough loss to uh, Rhode Island or not Rhode Island, Northwestern. The over the weekend. Ooh. I I think it, I forget what the tweet I saw was, but it was like Northwestern open on like a nineteen to like two run or something insane through like the first ten minutes. Just a classic Archie Miller, like no show to start the game. The game's like over before it even started. I want to jump. Okay, I want... so that I, I, sorry, you go ahead. I pulled up the uh, win expectancy graph, so I want to pull some stuff from it. But you go first, Babar. Just real quick, because it's 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 a good guy to remember. Um, that Indiana Nebraska game that we were just talking about, the last game of the Big Ten tournament in 2020, as the world was oh crumbling around us. Can you name Indiana's leading scorer from that game? Devontae Indi- Green. Indiana scored 89 points in that game, by the way. Well, yeah, because the opposing team was all dying of COVID. <laughs> it was not Devontae Green. He um, was uh he was joint second, though. God, I this is gonna be one of those where you're gonna say it and 
I'm gonna race lose Thompson. It. No, not race. <laughs> I wanted to check and see if this guy still playing. No, he's not. He's done. I I don't even have a guess. I just Armand Franklin. Uh, oh, thirteen. Yeah. He's not. He's not still in Virginia. Did uh, he go pro? That's. I think he. Right? I think he did. Uh, Time to do a quick look up at him. Anyway, um, Devontae Green yeah. and Justin Smith were a joint second with 12 apiece. Armand so, Franklin is playing for the Grand Rapids Gold in the G League. Let's go. That works. Sure. Um, Northwestern went on a 22-2 to run in that game. Um, basically from... Uh, the first minute, um, their win probability at the end of that run was 97.3. And the closest Rhode Island was able to get was 86 after a 15 to 2 run. But yeah. I think Northwestern uh... Northwestern might be my least favorite watch in the league right now. Yeah, just, it's a it's a brutal it's a, hang every is, single night. It's tough. It's tough right now. Uh, I I have yet to catch the uh, catch the fever. On the- kind of along those lines, I'm really already kind of over all of the splintering of the broadcast across all these different streaming services because the best part. Like my favorite thing about like kind of the night to night cadence of Big Ten basketball is kind of flipping around and catching little bits and snippets yeah. of each game. Yeah. And having games on four different like streaming services or whatever just makes it impossible to like bounce around and catch Put the game we talked about this last <laughs> week. Put the game on. Put the put the It's game not a hard on. concept. I don't I don't want to boot up an app. I don't Unless it's one app with everything on it. I don't want to have to switch apps once I'm already in the app, which is why I'm not watching Peacock games. I can't get to another game from the Peacock app. It's just the one. And they're I getting mean, I like, can't even... I'm, I'm having to stream shit from like shady pirate websites at this <laughs> point because all my access was through my parents' uh, cable subscription and they apparently, at some point during the off season, uh, made it so that you like can only like use those apps with that login from a certain IP address or something. So, so now you're getting like Stephen Bardo and like Turkish. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is, let me tell you, even better. Let's uh, especially let's... if you speak Turkish, which I do. <laughs> The Bardo zone goes global. Let's yeah. walk out. Let's walk out Stephen Bardo in Turkey for a little bit. <laughs> the the problem with doing this is like this bit gets problematic so quick. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not I, even waiting. In I, I was going to say the issue is my entire knowledge of like the land area that encompasses the nation of Turkey right now is like. From when it was called Constantinople, so like I, I've got nothing here unless we're unless we're talking about like the Trojan War or some shit. Like, what if, I'm, 
what if Bardo just gets dropped in the middle of Istanbul to call the Intercontinental Derby? Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm seeing a lot of flares out there in the crowd tonight. I, I don't know about all that. Bart Bardo the uh Bardo the eleventh pile of logos. <laughs> is that anything? I'm sure I'm sure it is to somebody. Yeah, one one other person's gonna laugh at that. Yeah, that's the uh, final. That's the final emperor of the uh, Roman Empire for uh, those of you who are who are nasty. Um, Minnesota, like, how do you? How, I don't understand that how that happens. How do how do you as a as a group of men allow that <laughs> to happen to you at home? At home, at the barn, at like the stupidest place to play basketball in the world, and you give up a thirty-one to nine run. What is like it, happening? If that had happened in reverse, I'd be like, "Yeah, it's a f- weird shit happens at the barn, yeah, man." I don't know what barn. to tell you. To have that happen to you guys, what what happened to Shane? Like what? Man, what happened to Shane? <laughs> I think. Hey, eight Ooh. solid points from Tamar Bates. <laughs> Losing that game, I think, is just pretty indicative that it's just never going to work out for Ben Johnson. No, it's uh, that I just—it's a weird roster. They've they've lost that like Minnesota basketball has had this very annoying spark to them, which usually came from one or two guards who were low key extremely nice with it. And I mean, when was the last time that Minnesota had a guard that made you think anything? Other than like, oh, yeah, there's the guy that's going to dribble this the ball for This guy again. Yeah. <laughs> Dawson Garcia kind of in that mold of being low-key, very nice with it, but not not at a position where I think he can influence the game enough with the guys. It's just hard for – it's hard for, for posts to to be good when the team is so bad around Yeah. Them. And I know that Garcia does more than than your typical post does. He's kind of like he's going to turn it into a like an Aldi's Trace Jackson Davis, but uh, <laughs> it's it's just hey, not don't gonna... talk shit about Aldi. Aldi's good shit. I, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, I got to update. Everyone's going to get mad. It's, uh, I, but the, that's the thing. Is like Dawson Garcia is a good player. It's just uh, team sucks. Sorry, team, I think if you're sucks. I think if you're giving twenty. 20- I think if you're giving 23 minutes to a guy named Mike Mitchell, you just so clearly have no sauce. Get guys uh, Mike, with cooler names. Mike Mitchell, he of, he of uh, Pepperdine fame that just some reason committed to Minnesota out of the transfer portal. Talk about a culture shock. That's, we, talk, we talked about this last Buddy, year. Buddy, get ready to wear, to wear <laughs> down coats. When he did, like, like, what are you doing here? Well, you're... You got. You, he had to have had other options, such as, for example, going back to Pepperdine. <laughs> That's. <Yeah. laughs> have you seen the views there, man? You have. You played there. Don't come to Minneapolis. That's. It's not going to be good for you, man. Because you don't even get to Minneapolis is actually a halfway decent place to be in the summertime, but you're not going to be there. There. Yeah. You're gonna be shelling out your car on the way to practice. Yeah. Feeling like the biggest jackass in the world. I <laughs> no one told me about the snow. I took my visit in March or April. And uh, yeah. 
I do yeah, think I it's like, like very funny a... for like a coaching staff to be like, no, bro, you you we want you to visit, but you have to do it before like the middle of October. Like you <laughs> you just have to. <laughs> We cannot have you setting foot on this campus like in November. We're really sorry. We're really sorry, but we will not be inviting you to any games. Our baseball team, though, is pretty good. Would you like to come see them play? Can I take my official during the early signing period? (laughs) You will be taking your official official during the spring football practice, and you will (laughs) like it. You're shadowing PJ Fleck all day. I feel no. like if you're gonna the enter the transfer portal, you gotta like at least be googling the names of the schools that are contacting you, right? Like, just on a pure like latitude and longitude basis. I type them into Google Maps. Where are you guys? Yeah. I feel yeah. I'm going geoguesser mode on my schools. <laughs> I'll take There's it. A, that's a deep cut bit. Nice. Real, I'll take real it. ones. No. Can I do the click loud enough that it'll pick up on my microphone just to... Yeah, that... kind of got it. Yeah, I nice. heard that. Nice. We'll take it. That'll 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 really hit for two people. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's not we touched, two people. Have we touched on everyone? Um, Ohio State. What's I don't know what's with... going on with them. I, I think I, I caught a little bit of them their... against uh, Texas A&M. They're yeah, doing they actually they kind of like, fumbled kinda... it. They kind of looked good, and then they fucked up at the end, just like all of last season. They're doing literally the Illinois thing so far, though. They've played four home games, one against a team that matters, and they've lost it. So the only difference is they're playing – they've got a neutral court game this week uh, at Northwest Florida State College Arena. What are you – why is it nice – Yeah, come on. play at the Pentagon. That's got to be – an MTE, right? Yeah, of course it is. But like, why? Why is why are Alabama and Ohio State playing at Northwest Florida State College Arena? Like, what is going? I'm calling for a complete and total shutdown of all M- <laughs> of all MTEs until we can figure out what the hell is going on. We are playing in ballrooms and like Marriotts in the Bahamas. I just enough of it. We got guys. There's there's a thousand. Basketball needs to be a proper country. <laughs> just like playing the Maui Invitational in a high school gym is charming, but only when they do it, and they're not even doing it this year. For reasons, are they doing it in uh, North Carolina again? Oh, no, they. <laughs> the Maui no, they moved it to presented by Charlotte, North Carolina. They're in Honolulu. The... Yeah. Oh. So they're keeping the spirit of it instead yeah. of just putting the branding on some random. <laughs> they're playing yeah. it in fucking South Dakota. They're playing at the Sanford gym yeah, or whatever. They're playing the fuck. at the Pentagon. They're, they're playing <laughs> at the Pentagon. They should play it in that uh, since like every tournament gets moved to Vegas now. They should play it in that giant the sphere the or whatever. The yeah. orb. They yeah. should play it in the orb. And just put and like the. the like on the outside, just put like the stock image basketball from like the Lorban James you like <laughs> you see. The the, With the Emerald... Shutterstock logo on it. <laughs> so this is the Emerald Coast Classic. It's been around since 2014. I've never heard of this event. Some people are saying there's too many tournaments. Not me, but some people. No, and I, I listen. I love a good MT. It's a lot of games on. But yeah, that's let's, that's so true, Chris. 
why are we playing in Northwest Florida community colleges? That's what I'm getting at. Is yeah, it's not how many MTEs, it's where they're being played. And I think I think also, Indiana should host an exempt event and it should be played in the Newcastle High School gym. <laughs> the also the Emerald Coast bring back complete, the wigwam, baby. Yeah, I was gonna say the wigwam. The Emerald Coast is a complete sucker's bet. In late November, the weather is not going to be good. Like, Destin, Florida, that area of which anybody who was born and raised in Indiana should be extremely and intimately familiar <laughs> with, is not warm this time of year. It's it's a four-season city, and it's wintertime. So, just which imagine... Is, like, that's, that's going to be a real bummer to live in Florida but still have winter. It's like the worst of both worlds because living in Florida has to be awful, but at least you get the weather. But if you're not even getting, getting that, then what is there? Mosquitoes, the size of a VW bug. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, let's see. It's going to be, it's going to be in the low sixties as a high when this event kicks off. Imagine driving your ass all the way down to Florida, which by the way, no good airport to fly into for this. So you're going to drive your ass all the way down there to watch your team in an MTE just to also be cold at night, same as you would be back in Ohio. So Did you say the high was 60? Because yes. it's like, the high is like, that was like here yesterday. Yes. I. It's it's wintertime. Like. <laughs> it it's- okay, but, but think about this. You can probably buy like a sick, like Emerald Classic branded quarter zip for like 125 bucks there though. So like... Could you would be, be the move. You would be might be worth sh- the drive. You would be looking sharp at fud puckers after the game with that sucker <laughs> on. <laughs> hey, just this, this is sounding more and more like a, a potential uh, podcast team trip. Yeah, waiting ninety five minutes for the worst burger you've ever eaten. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they've got tons of shit on the walls though. So and you're, you're you know. sitting outside in the temperature, you just see it just dropping in real time. <laughs> watching frost form on the grass yeah just what a god i think if if i if indiana ever plays in the emerald coast classic i'm going to demand the resignation of the ad i think mike woodson might too if they're sending his ass to to niceville florida i'm not going to fucking dead destin like if you're going to be, and, and that's the thing is like, I'm not saying that weather should be the only factor, but for example, like IU just played in New York city, perfectly fine. Right. Like, yeah, it's cold, but you're no. in a cathedral of basketball. You're in Madison square garden. It'll be fine. But if you're not going to do that, you can also like, get there on like a 90 minute flight. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you going to, what are you going to do for the animal coast? Cause you're going to fly into Eglin air force base. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, that would be pretty tight though. That's where commuter traffic goes when you want to fly into Destin. The flight connects in Atlanta and it costs a thousand. Yeah, but I'm saying like put them on like a troop transport. Get them the <laughs> like get drop, them the whole just, just yeah. drop them out of like we're, a, a car yeah. plane. We're going we're going fucking easy company mode. Keep those legs loose as you hit the ground, fellas. <laughs> it's, Xavier Johnson will not play in tonight's game. He uh, snapped his leg upon <laughs> impact on a pa- while parachuting onto the beach in Fort Walton. <laughs> yeah, now we got to rewatch Band of Brothers. Mm, I can see how you would take that from that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wait, what's, where's that? So Arizona and Michigan State play later this week in the Acrisure Classic. And that's the that's the other thing is like all these things keep shifting their sponsors. So I don't know. I don't know what any of this shit is. I don't know. <laughs> what is Acrisure as a company? Isn't that the th- – don't they sponsor the Steelers Stadium now or something? Oh, I think they might. Yeah, they sponsor Heinz. So I assume right. it's so I assume it's a ketchup company. Acrisure <laughs> <laughs> medicinal no. ketchup of some. <laughs> They're playing at Acrisure Arena in Palm Springs, California. Okay, well, which is location. they'll be on Fox right after the, uh, um, presumably whoever the Lions are playing on Thursday. Nice. Oh, that's a Thanksgiving game? Yeah. Thanksgiving oh. Day. What what's your guys take on the um college basketball on Thanksgiving? My ass will be asleep. I I mean, the football games are going to be on. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Now, I'm a little I'm a little different because our family rotates every year. Basically, like like our big extended family, we do it on Thanksgiving one year. The next year, we're on Friday, and that allows mm-hmm. everyone who's married to to be with their other family on Thanksgiving once every two. Years. It's a home and home, right? Yeah. So, right. That's just that's just smart scheduling by the, the AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, got, yeah. you've got the contract signed all the way out to like twenty thirty two. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, we kind of hit the like we we don't let it get too too long in the tooth before we get back to the table and just get that get that shit renewed. It's yeah. it's good for everyone. It's good for the fans. Um, but so so this year we're we're on an off year. So Thursday I'm home, uh, with mm. with nothing to do. So. I wouldn't mind there being good games on that particular Thursday, but on a typical Thanksgiving where I'm, cause I'm also like, I'm, I'm one on the depth chart food wise. So I, right. got, I got fucking responsibilities. So I would just prefer to be so like nondescript NFL games that I don't really care about beyond like a fantasy perspective is perfect to just have on in the background. Um, like if my team, like if Indiana was playing on Thanksgiving, I think I'd be annoyed more often than not. Yeah. Um, well, Unless or any other Big be... Ten team, because you'd have to be taking your notes and everything that you take oh, yeah, whenever you're absolutely. watching. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> definitely don't. <laughs> like, it's, the greatest thing about the Big Ten and what makes it so easy to podcast about them is these teams don't change. Like, you can yeah. <laughs> you, you can just hop on. Eventually, our listeners will catch on. We're just saying the same shit over and over about the fourteen teams because nothing. Yeah, changes and at, these guys. at a certain point, at a certain point, one of two things is going to happen. One, uh, we're going to add more teams, so we'll have new teams to say things about. Or we'll just get tired of saying the same things every year and stop doing this podcast. Bam. There it is. That's so true, it. brother. It's, 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 one day we yeah. will vanish just as mysteriously as we arrived. <laughs> <laughs> yes, immediately after IU getting truck-sticked at the Thunderdome by Rucker. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh... That's how that's that's exactly how it will end. We will just one day we will be gone. I think I think Maui has really like it's obviously the gold standard of like MTEs, but the the championship leading in like tipping off at the at five PM on that Wednesday, like everybody's either like taking the day off work or is probably cut out a little bit early. And so you're just now like settling in for that that kind of last moment of like relaxation and peace before the chaos of the holidays and just getting a banger game to cap off what's usually been like I feel three like or four days 
of just like nonstop, like competitive, like elite eight, like final I, four caliber games. I feel like an absolute crazy person. Cause I swear, cause on God, I swear that the Maui championship game used to be later in the day. It used like, to, yeah, it used to be at night. That's what I thought because I made a lot of pies while watching like late at night after my kid has gone to sleep, watching the Maui championship game uh, back when I had a house where I could see my living room TV from my kitchen. Now I don't have that situation, but I've got, I've, I've, I've fixed it. But so I'm actually a little annoyed that it's a five o'clock tip because again, as a father of daughters, I have to like be doing shit with them at 5 PM. Like I think that's, that's the time I get with them. Like that's the two hours a day between school and work coming to an end and bedtime. So like playing the Maui championship at five o'clock, come on guys, pick this Are up. Are they at not eight. interested in learning how to, in learning how to make a pie? Like I feel like baking is a useful skill for any person to learn. Oh, I'd like to learn how to bake a pie. They're very interested, but <laughs> the practice squad players don't come to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we, <laughs> I actually, I literally we, saw we a scour in the waiver wire for a no, for a no, streaming this, running back. This isn't some fucking game. Like, hey, random Saturday, you know, it's snowing outside. We want to do some baking. By all means, grab a mixer, get in here. But like, it's fucking showtime. Like, curtains going up tomorrow. Like, I <laughs> reputations are on the line. Yeah, like, I saw. <laughs> I actually saw a post on uh, an un unusually good linkedin post earlier today it was like this is well not work related but think about thanksgiving as the championship game you are not trying running out new plays no nope. you haven't tested this recipe this is not the day it's time to run the damn ball yeah, yeah. exactly we trust are establishing your- the run this week trust your concepts if you want to change up your window dressings a little bit like that's fine you want to do some crazy pre-snap stuff that's fine but like when the ball no, is no, in no your trick- hands Keep the trick plays to a minimum. We are going with the fastball first. We are establishing the fastball, and then we are changing speeds. We are not messing with. We are not messing with a fork ball this week. I love that there was like three different sport metaphors going in at the exact same time. Yeah, and they all mean the exact same thing because really, we're we're working on uh, coalescing into a single sport at this point. Yeah, it's uh. No, but I and it will like... be Quidditch. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? What's um, have we done the Indiana minute yet? Have we no, we it? haven't. Do you want to do the Indiana minute? Let's fucking do it. Can okay. you imagine? Hold on a second. Let's imagine if you will. Yeah, I would say we're about fifty-five minutes of like a sort of a C plus effort so far. Imagine, <laughs> imagine capping this off with thirty minutes of in-depth Indiana Hoosiers discussion. <laughs> It's like, hey there, listener. What no, if? No, listener, come here. Come here. I've got something. I want to tell Fuck you. All right. <laughs> we talk about whatever we want to talk about. And you're going to keep listening. You're not turning this off. You're stuck and, in traffic. What are you going to do? And also, you, I went to the beach today. Fuck you. You're going to go listen to New Heights? Fuck off. No, you're not. Get your slop. Um, what are the Hoosiers right. been up to? Let's do the Indiana Minute brought to you this week by The Zone. Um, all I, I all I want to talk about is uh, Mike Woodson randomly breaking out a fucking zone defense because apparently somebody in the huddle during the game was like, "Hey, coach, maybe we should try a zone," and he was like, "Yeah, fuck it, might That's... as well." And it worked. <laughs> when you're Did down you guys see seven... Kenny Payne's 
Yeah, Vance I'm, quote. I'm actually yeah. I'm gonna try and pull it up right now. I was gonna say let's read the quote verbatim on air because I want to make sure that as many historical records as possible exist of him saying this in a post game press conference in a season in which his his seat is already like scorching hot, white hot. Like it's like we are we could sear a steak in under ten seconds, man. Like how are you saying this? It's I'm like those videos where you have like a glass of water and somebody is has like metal tongs and is dropping like a magma ball like into the water and watching <laughs> it like sputtering around. That's Kenny Payne's seat. I love how most days I talk to Chris long enough I find out that our TikTok algorithms are identical. Yeah, I enjoy when we're like usually we'll have like a stream where we're like sending like we're both obviously browsing at some point and we mm-hmm. send each other the same one without acknowledging that the other person had already sent it. Yeah, no, the the best is when I, I open the app and it feeds me that first immediate video and I'm like, this is hilarious. Chris will love this. I haven't even <laughs> looked at my notification badges. I send that video to you. Then I open it up. You have already sent it to me. <laughs> okay. Um. First of all, tremendously good. I always love it when that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. I was a little zoned out because I was hunting for the quote, but I'm pretty sure I found it. You were on a, you sure were on a quest. It. Yeah, uh, it took me a minute, but I got there. So um, this version of it uh, comes from Zach Osterman. Kenny Payne, I knew Woody wouldn't play zone, or I thought he wouldn't. He tricked me. To be honest with you, that would be the last thing I thought we would have a problem with because we've been really, really good against the zone. <laughs> you can't say that out loud, man. No. He's, he's, he's like I also love this. I also love this one. This is Woodson to Don Fisher on the radio after the game. It was the zone that got us back. I've never been a big zone guy. They mentioned it in the huddle. I said, why not? We hadn't practiced it a whole lot. Which <laughs> vibes-based basketball? Here's another. Which thing is I, why Woody rules. I don't mean I don't mean to kick former coaches while they're down, but if you guys will remember, under Tom Crean, we had a junk two-three that we would throw out there. That those guys looked like they had never practiced it before. And then after the game, you'd find out, oh, yeah, we spend a ton of time on our zone defense in practice so that we have a nice changeup from our man-to-man. Woody was able to implement a zone on the fly that they practiced sparingly that looked so much more fundamentally sound than anything that Crean had coached those guys to do. I realize I'm skipping a coach back, but I did we ever – we didn't do a zone under Archie, right? We were too busy. Oh, no, absolutely no. not. No, no. Couldn't have been any worse. Um, I just, it, I just absolutely love the fact that it basically somebody in the it was like that scene in The Water Boy where uh, fucking Henry Winkler is like, "Hey, anybody got an idea?" So I was like, <laughs> "I don't know. We could try zone defense." <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I will cherish forever Kenny Payne describing Mike Woodson as some sort of like forced sprite that like pulled the wool <laughs> over his eyes. And, and fucking, Indiana, Indiana basketball head coach Tom Bombadil. He's, he, he tricked me and now he's in my house and I can't get him out. Guess <laughs> his name. I have, to, I, have to, I have to trick him back or he'll be here forever. 
it's you funny because now he's got my daughter spinning uh, spinning <laughs> straw to silk. It, I can't it's... get her back. It, it's even funny because like he and Woody obviously have like this pre-existing relationship where I think they're probably each other's you know, some of the closer um, relationships they have in the sport. Yeah. And just the idea that Kenny Payne probably thought that there was just unspoken agreements. Like, Hey, we're like, Hey, we're not doing zone tonight. Right. <laughs> it's like hey, when you're, when you're hey, playing, man, you don't, you don't have anything that you haven't told me about. Right. It's like when you're playing pickup and you like, you're kind of lining up like the matchups and you get matched up with a guy and you just kind of do like the, not like, Hey, we're not going to be like runner. We're just going to kind of, get in some light yeah. cardio, right? Like, this isn't going to be too intense. We're not running the floor, <laughs> crashing the boards and stuff. It turns out you get, sometimes you get your pants pulled down in Madison Square Garden. Like, it happens. Really, really he good stuff. He, he tricked me. He tricked me. He tricked me. That's, I really think that's going to, that's going to haunt him for, for a minute. That's, man, really, like, I don't feel bad because it's Louisville basketball and it's extremely funny when they're bad, but to lose in the manner that they did against Texas um, and then to lose in the manner that they did against Indiana, just yeah, I, extremely cursed, extremely I, funny, but extremely cursed. I haven't, I haven't seen a team. This is not a setup for a 2013 IU joke. I have not seen the team play that poorly against a zone. I think in my entire life, like that was, they really looked like they thought the rules had changed and they were no longer allowed to do. Now I know some of that is Indiana to sneak some actual analysis in here. That roster pretty tailor made to play a two, three zone. If they can, yeah, they, might, it, might've stumbled backwards into something. Yeah. If, if they know the concepts, obviously, you know, being there's more to playing a zone than just being big, but being big is a huge part about playing zone effectively and mm-hmm. if they can understand the concepts, that's going to eliminate a lot of the problems that they're having in their man-to-man scheme. And then I have to wonder if guys like Mbako and Gunn uh, will start hitting outside shots because sometimes I wonder if the defensive lapses weigh on these guys during their offensive possessions where they are thinking so much because you can tell they're thinking way too much on defense. Oh, yeah, every, absolutely. Everything's happening four or five seconds too late. And – if that can just alleviate some of the mental burden that these guys have, and then the it ball starts nice going because, in the hoop. Like, I feel like from what I've seen from them so far, the biggest problem this team has is just fucking scoring points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like anything is... I just think everything else would be... like Even if they don't have to be a great defensive team, but, I mean, they were locked in for yeah. much of that game before even the zone switch, like they right. were playing good defense, but they just couldn't score. Like yeah. they should and have then, been up 20 points based on the then, defense they were playing. I mean, I just got back from watching the Pacers last night. They were talking that they were talking uh, on the radio. They were reading off the essential uh, field goal percentages. And it was almost identical to what happened to the Pacers right. last night. The difference is the magic could score and IU wasn't doing shit on offense. So the fact that they were had essentially held uh, Louisville to 20 p- points in the first half didn't matter because they had scored barely more than that. 
one pretty common thing you're going to see pretty much across college basketball, because it's just going to be the nature of 18, 19, 20 year old kids is it's tough to stay locked in on defense when you're not making shots. And Mm -hmm. it takes a pretty special group of people to be able to play through that. And so Indiana doesn't have a margin for error in their man to man to be anything less than a hundred percent locked in because they don't, they, we've seen what happens. The lapses, they happen late in the shot clock. And once, once the lapse happens, it is egregious. I mean, it is a wide open dunk or a wide open shot. And so if the zone can eliminate them getting punished for their mistakes that badly, probably something you want to ride with for a while. Uh, I would not, I would not hesitate to bring that back out and bring that back out soon. If I were Mike Woodson, which again, and I feel like I the not. positive thing. I feel like the positive thing for IU fans is that since Woody is such a vibes-based coach, like I do not foresee like if they don't go with the zone, it'll be because they practice it, and he's like, "No, I just I don't think this is going to work. That was a fluke." Yeah, it's not going to be because I don't play zone. I don't think he gives a shit. Obviously, that quote somebody in the huddle suggested, it and he said, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. The yeah, other, I, the other component, losing. <laughs> the other component to remember is just because it works against Louisville doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work against right. you know good basketball teams. But Indiana right. has played a handful of bad basketball teams with their man-to-man defense and couldn't stop them either. So yeah. it's at least it's it's undeniably progress. <laughs> like yeah. ah, we have prevented a bad team from scoring. So Jack, yeah, I, I think ultimately, like I. That was a game that like you absolutely cannot lose just for the psyche of the t- that that was a dog check game. Mm-hmm. Um at, at this point in the season, like there there are some glaring issues. I, I don't think I think if you disagree you're being It's starting to look naive. A, it's starting to look a little less correctable as Right. But you know, I think Going into the season, if you said, "Hey, you're going to be four and one after the trip to New York," everybody would be like, "Yep, that that sounds about that right." Sounds, kind of right yeah. on, right on schedule. Obviously, the path they've taken to get there not super encouraging, but like we've talked about with a lot of these other teams in the Big Ten, just if you can avoid those really bad blemishes on the on the resume, like that's better than nothing. And generally, I do feel like if you give yourself a little bit of that runway, a team can develop. We've seen it happen in the past. We've seen teams improve over time. I mean, time Woodson did it with, right. done it twice now. Yeah, I think right. just for the mentality of this team, just to be down and to to fight back and you know get a, a win on a, a big stage again, Louisville yeah. sucks ass. But a lot of eyeballs on that game and a lot of. Uh, a lot of discourse ready to, to take place if they, they oh, lose yeah. that game. I think get a couple of days oh. off, kind of recoup, refresh. Um, you you talk could about- tell, you could tell based on the tweets from the like big J journalists after that game, they, they had, they had, they were ready to go. They were yeah, ready man. to jump on with both feet and they were pissed. They didn't get to. Yeah. Yeah, I Gary Parish punching air out there somewhere. <laughs> he was he was so close to nutting. It was so close, and then, 
and then we, <laughs> uh, does warm my heart that he's miserable about it. Like I, I like I guarantee you it ruined his night. We are yeah. Indiana fans are so far under that guy's skin. It's it's embarrassing, really, that you let us get that. It's, it really <laughs> is. Like, it's like I, I didn't realize it until I listened to their podcast a little last year, and I was like, just, I, I hadn't put it together yet because I forgot it was him who did that tweet that I now post mm-hmm. the picture of all the time. Um, I have yeah, some free. It, I have some free. Advi- I have some free advice to Gary because I'm sure he's listening to this podcast. You can just delete the tweet. Like we'll make fun of you for that, but but then it's it's gone. Like I'm sure there's screenshots of it, but you won't get a notification, right? Like <laughs> there are because I have one on my phone because yeah, it's yeah. Just easier. But it's just like you like it's a it's real simple. It's it's uh you just delete the tweet, man. Like it was a bad take. Yeah. Try to make hard. Hope. Like say yeah, you know you what? Can, yeah, you can also very easily just say, "Hey, yeah, it looks like Indiana didn't pay ten million dollars to get worse." Like Mike Woodson's a pretty good coach, hasn't won a championship. Like that's fine. You can make fair criticisms of this regime. Mm-hmm. Like that's, we haven't won from- shit. Like we haven't won shit. But all of the oh, firing Archie Miller is going to lead them to ruin. Like we're not getting <laughs> fucking relegated, dog. So. I think- Right. I honestly, I honestly think, um, I was talking to my dad the other day about like what, because you know that Woody's not here long term. It's just that's not how like biology works. Uh, Woody does not strike me as a guy who's just going to grind it out until a doctor tells him he can't do it anymore. I think, but I think a a good goal for this for this tenure and one that I think is eminently achievable is just restoring this job as a destination. Uh, for not just high-end player talent, but high-end coaching talent. And to say, like, because by the end of Crean and certainly by the end of Archie, Indiana had some, like, cracks in the foundation. Like, there was, Mm -hmm. we, you know, and I thought, again, credit to Archie, I thought he did a good job, number one, of, of restoring relationships with local talent, AAU programs, schools like that, that all got burned to hell when Crean left, mm-hmm. or it was in the process of leaving. Now, before Crean left, by Crean, yeah, he <laughs> didn't turn that into he didn't turn that into enough like talent that then matriculated to you know points and rebounds and assists on the basketball court. But the relationships were reestablished, and now Woody's taking the next step, making them a national recruiter again. And I just you know. When and when and if he decides to leave the program, I'm going to have a hard time believing he's not going to leave it in a good place. As far as what he may achieve from like a hardware standpoint, remains to be seen. But that's why, again, to go back to what we were talking about, for Parrish to say that they paid all this money to get worse, dog, it couldn't get worse than where <laughs> than yeah. where we were, and that was your boy that did that. And that's where this whole thing comes back to. Yeah, and that's, that, that was the thing. I, I saw a yep. tweet earlier this year that just outlined, like, all of the columns that those guys wrote that were like, oh, well, I've known Archie Miller since blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And, oh, Archie and I have been friends. Like, yeah, we can tell. Yeah, we, we can. You're mad that your friend got fired. That's okay. But your job is to not be mad about that. You don't yeah. get to. You can yeah. be mad, but you don't get to be mad publicly about it. It's you got to like all, you got to do your job. 
it's always a bummer when you find out your friend really sucks at something that they like. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. But but you have to, you know. Yeah, you guys have seen me play golf. Like, <laughs> it was not a fun time, I'm sure. I saw granted, you. I, I saw granted, you. I have, I have a, you know, an excuse, but. I, I saw that birdie over at Coffin that one time. Yeah, it's, it's fair. A, I did hit a one good, good golf shot. It's more birdies than I had that day. Yeah. All right. Well, we've now uh, devolved <laughs> the- into talking about uh, a round of golf that the three of us played together. So we should probably get out. Three years um, ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Chris Kramer Awards. Uh, we didn't get any sent in this week, but I will mention an email that we received regarding the Chris Kramer Awards. Uh, listener Logan shared a note on our own insider report that I use Gabe cups is an absolute nailed on future Kramer award winner. Um, he sent us a screenshot from the uh, Peaks board, uh, which I am personally not subscribed to because, um, I don't want to be committed. Um, so their fellow insider, Jeff Rabjohns poo pooed a comparison to inner circle Kramer award, hall of famer, Aaron Kraft. Um, opting instead to say that Gabe Cups reminds him of Inner Circle Kramer Award Hall of Famer Brad Davison. I mean, that's just we, the old standard right there. So we have that to look forward to. <laughs> Can't wait. It'll be a real Eli Apple moment in which if uh, we actually do have a guy who turns out to be basically the new Brad Davison, I will not criticize him at all, ever. Nope. It'll actually be okay when he does it, just like playing zone. Um, but yeah, so say, having a having a Brad Davison coded person leading a two three zone really puts me in a bind with some of my uh, priors about what's good <laughs> yeah. about college. Yeah. Gonna, gonna have to do some introspection in the mirror later. <laughs> Un- you do not, under any circumstances, have to give it to him. Unfortunately, if it does lead to multiple wins, I will. Uh, I I will support it. Wholeheartedly. Deleting deleting tweets is easy. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, Gary. Yeah. Just, just um, change your mind, dude. It's so easy. Just just do yeah. just think differently now. The, the fellas <laughs> love absorbing new information and then using it to change their perspectives on events. It's like we're just we're just guys. Like we're you can just change your mind about stuff. It doesn't there's no skin in the game. There's no stakes. The, the worst thing about it is that it's so clear just that he's mad. Like he's like he was mad that Archie got fired, and now he's mad that people are telling him he's stupid for a bad opinion he had. It's like you so didn't he's get, dug in. You he's, didn't get, he's doing the Mac from it's always sunny thing. He's like, I'm dug in and I don't have to change because I'm an American. Like <laughs> it's well, it would be extremely funny. It's not like CBS Sports fired you for being giga wrong about a hire the minute after it happened. <laughs> it's... Yeah, because if you got fired for being wrong about sports things, good lord. I also think we have enough information at this point, and this goes for all sports. Really no reason to comment on a hire at all when it happens. We have no idea. It it's no. There's a thousand factors beyond everybody's control on whether or not that hire is going to work out. Right. 
Personally, I think the best route to take is the exact one I took in this situation, which was the entire time that uh, the process is going on. I just said, yeah, I don't think that's a good hire. I don't want Mike Woodson. I'd rather have one of the other guys, a younger coach who's had success in college. And then when they hired him, I said, yeah, I mean, I'll probably work out because uh, sure. Why not? Because who cares? Yeah. I mean, I was hard out. Like when I, when I got the news that Woody got the job, I was like, hmm. No, deeply unserious program. Uh, don't care about this. And then I watched his introductory press conference. I was like, actually, this guy is my grandpa, and I will take a bullet for him. Yeah. <laughs> he must be protected. Vibes-based coaching. We've got it in spades. We do. So, yeah, Jesus give us Christ. a five-star rating on the <laughs> Give us a five-star rating on the podcatcher pod of your choice. We'll let you pick a Big Ten basketball player for us to roast. Um, and let us know what you want us to call us if it's not your handle. This is typically the time where I ask if either of you have anything, but I'm not going to give you the rope this time. Um, I'm not going to take it myself. Um, thank you so much for listening, especially if you made it to the end. Um, if you are interested, uh, please check us out on X, the everything app presented by Elon Musk. Um I'm Tommy underscore crimes. Babar is at Babar ESQ and you can find Chris at Chris shooty three. And also please remember to follow at Elon Musk for any X updates <laughs> um, for updates on our podcast and on the big 10 in general, we are at games on pod and our email address is gamesonpod at gmail.com. And I check it now because I get notifications when you email us. So, um, yeah. Also, send us funny screenshots from games. And we'll change our profile picture on occasion. Right now, it's uh, Tomin- uh, Kese Tomonaga from yeah. some video I saw. I was like, hey, let's. Yeah. Jalen Pickett's out of the league. It's time to switch things up. Yeah. Yeah. User generated comment. Con- yeah. Good lord. User generated content is king. Um, also, our intro and outro music is Sports FM by Shane Ivers, courtesy of SilvermanSound.com. And that is more than enough from us. So we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Peace out.